Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle, iPad, plethora of different things. Lots of different devices. I'm not going to say the device you want me to say. Your tablets. Yeah. You tablets? Is that a new brand? Yeah, you tablets. You tablets. Get your, I'll get your iPhones. Get your you tablets. <laughs> yeah, your you your you phones. <laughs> you, uh, you. For you, the listeners of the B Movie Breakdown podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and thirty day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We've mentioned it before. You can listen to Dean Koontz. Plenty of them. Stephen King. I haven't heard of that author before. Plenty who's, of them. Who's Dean Koontz? What's he written? Um, I don't know. Phantoms. Many audiobooks you can listen to on Audible. <laughs> Michael Crichton books are probably on there. Probably. Maybe they dug up his corpse God, and had him read I, the books. Oh my gosh, is he just a Westworld robot now? Jurassic Park. You can read... Uh, yeah, Jurassic Park, JP. You can, li- you can listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson books, narrated by him. Uh, so many others, You can and you can download any of those and any other audiobook for free, trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash B-movie for your free audiobook today. Now stay tuned for an ad from one of the fellow FCF Network podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Steph from Let's Try This, your new favorite podcast. My co-host Kevin and I don't always have a lot in common, but we do happen to be married to each other, and we're not afraid to get a little passive-aggressive. That's just what I think. Are you serious? Well, okay, Mrs. Perfect. Every week we discuss stuff like professional wrestling, reality TV, pop culture, and life as newlyweds, but that's just the beginning. You can always expect us to try new things, hence the name. So buckle up and join us every Thursday for some fun and maybe even some fights on the Fakakta Comedy Funhouse Network at fcfnetwork.com and everywhere you find podcasts. Let's try this because you just might like it. Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 166. Oh, what if you switch out that Only one? Only 500 more episodes. Yeah. And, the, and we're there. Can't wait. We're there. Uh, <laughs> this is the B-Movie Breakdown, and I'm Corey. Yep. My name is Nick, and I'm here. Nick is here, as always. And on this podcast, we watch awesomely bad movies from the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. We're all getting mad up here. If you have the means to do so. Oh, madness. Uh, Meanness to get mad. Meanness to get mad. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, or still, if you just listen on your computer, iTunes. iPods are dead. iTunes podcast is dead. It's Apple Podcasts. Welcome to 2017. Whatever app you use, subscribe on there. Stitcher, we're on there too. Get with the program. Uh, You can listen to us on our website, bbpodcast.com. You can also reach us on that website. Reach us on Facebook. Uh, Give us a like on there. Can they reach around us? You can reach around us on Twitter. Uh, Give us a little tweet tweet. Whoa! And uh, you can... Check us out on Instagram. Follow us there at B Movie Breakdown. Give us a heart. Uh, at BMB Podcast on Twitter, by the way. And uh, some quick shout outs. Uh, we are part of the FCF Network. Check out all the other podcasts. Well, it used to be FCFnetwork.com. Now that website's in limbo. It will so be changing. Check out Drunken Lullabies and fa- get them on the Facebook, and then they'll uh, post the uh, links. Hyper Uppercut and, and uh, Metal Hand of God and all those all those good shows. Uh, Couch Pilots. You can go to the FCF Network. Um, 
Facebook page to find all that shit as well. Facebook, you have Facebook, that. Facebook, you have that. Do it. For now, as long as the uh, internet stays neutral. As long as it stays neutral. Uh, you can also listen to our friends over at the Tandem Take podcast. They're on iTunes. They're on SoundCloud. They're on Instagram, tend, at Tandem Take. They're doing good shit over there. Uh, they had a list of top favorite cartoons. Uh, that was, they had some inaccuracies when discussing cartoons. But Interesting. I mean, it's, uh, they, I don't know if they had the wow. internet at their fingertips, but uh, I mentioned it to him on Twitter. Would they screw up? Well, the one, one they mentioned, the Power Rangers was a cartoon. Mm. I mean, I mean, if you mean, for... if you mean Voltron, then sure. No, but if you say Power Rangers, usually you mean And Power they said Rangers. definitely cartoon. But like, they're, oh, they were. Uh, was it like a monsters versus creature debate? Like is no, this they a were just doing top cartoons. So it was just like thrown in there incorrectly. Yeah, it oh, wasn't somebody's geez. top. They were just discuss- at the end of the list. They were just throwing out other cartoons. Gotcha. And that was one of them. And also, the one dude had, his favorite cartoon was Dragon Ball Z, and the other two dudes were like hating, like, "Oh, that's not a cartoon." What? But the rules weren't stated that it had to be like U.S. only cartoon. Because that's the only difference like in a it's, cartoon it's and anime. Anime, anime but it's, is it's still a, animated. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Right. Not so. to mention that shit was aired over here, which would make it a cartoon. But yeah, some of, aired... some of their favorites, like, wouldn't have been my, like, that could be because of, like, a slight age gap there. Like, oh, like, name s- one. Let's talk about their podcast and our podcast. Name one. Uh, I don't remember all, right. all of them. Like, some of them were, like, good ones, like Dexter's Lab and stuff But like one that. that you think would be out of their age range, like, because of the slight gap. You don't remember one specific? I remember the one person mentioning how South Park was just, like, not only good for four, first four seasons or something like that. And mm. that kind of drove me nuts. What? It was like only good? Like, their guest had said that. Like, it was yeah. only good for the first yeah. four seasons? This show is I think new it's every... better than... It's, it's... This show is new every year. It's perfect. It's so good. As soon as it as soon as there's even a hint of a lull, it just switches it up and does something else. Yeah. It's infinite. It is. I remember watching that show on fucking junior high. I think somebody chose like Family Guy on there. It's a cartoon. It is, but like I don't feel like Family Guy stood the test of time yet. But I mean, you could It'd be a favorite cartoon. I don't know. I don't know. One day, someone. One day, The Simpsons will make it there. I when, think The Simpsons were on multiple lists. Wednesday, like, they'll be a top cartoon. One day, they'll be a top Wednesday. cartoon. Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Only on Wednesdays. <laughs> one day, not Wednesday. Idiot. Wednesday Adams. Um, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday, when... you'll be an asshole. Just oh, like wow. today. Wednesday asshole. <laughs> well, that kind of. Uh, remember the nice... Adams Family cartoon? That show is sweet. Bobby's World. What does it have to do with the Adams Family? <laughs> Bobby's a name, and so is Adam. <laughs> okay. Bobby's World was sweet. I don't know if it'd be top in my f- top five. Probably not. I'd have to like really scour the internet to put a top five together. It would take a while. It wouldn't be an easy top five for me. cartoons. Yeah, I got probably South Park, Simpsons would be on there, Futurama would be on there. I guess I got three already. Oh yeah, and Transformers and G.I. Joe would make the cut. I didn't even get there. Wow, you could have <laughs> two more to fill out your five, and you that, leave I off guess. those two. But but it, does Beast Wars go over Transformers? I think so. I think Beast Wars is a better cartoon. It is a better cartoon. So I would probably. But if Beast if Wars something is if something is CG animated, would it be a cartoon? I would say yes. Yeah, it's animated still. It is. Reboot, that would be on there. Not on my list, but like, it'd Man, be considered you just had a cartoon. To, you just had to throw Beast Wars at me, so I'd agree with you, huh, you little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you wanted to do? So, so yeah, check out Tandem Take. They're doing uh, they're doing lots of good stuff over there. Beast Next, Wars, I hope it was mentioned. I think it, I believe it was mentioned somewhere. And I hope it was like, hey, The thing is, I'm getting my world's like, you know, You know what the best thing ever is? And it'd be like, Beast Wars, done. Getting my world blurred because yes. there is a podcast I recently um, started listening to called Raised on TV. 
Sounds healthy. And uh, sounds like a healthy way to it live. It is hosted by Lauren Lapkus, who's a comedian, and this other dude, John Gabris, who's like a comedy writer. And they basically just talk about they're our age, so sure. it's like the for, first episode was kind of just getting loose and getting talking about remember this, remember this, remember this, and like getting where they want to go. I've never had those conversations before, and, right? And then like the second episode was game shows. Uh, <laughs> from like the, that era and stuff like that. It goes on this podcast. And then um, the, the most recent one, they talked about cartoons. So like they were talking about, I was listening to that today and they were talking about Beast Wars. Because it's funny because the dude John Gabris was like, oh, one show I remember watching when I was like, you know, like a little bit older, like 11 or 12, was like the this, uh, this show Beast Wars. And I would watch it before school every day. Everyone did. And I was like, everybody, like everybody watched That was that. the moment when... No matter who you were, you could have what, turned on Transformers and just loved it. Oh, what you want to do? You just want to fucking... I don't want to say, like, piss it away, but, like, it was goodwill built up that would have lasted forever. And then, like, you know, whatever. Beast Machines came around. Beast Machines... But then even after Beast Machines, you could have... Yeah, I mean, that was... It was a weird... It's a weird thing. It's a 26-part, it's a like, single-episode story stretched out and, like, just... What are you doing? Evil Tanker rules, though. Right. Just throwing that out there. But, uh, evil, so anyway. Tanker's evil. Evil Rhino. Anyways, I, I don't need to plug Raised on TV. I'll stop plugging Beast I, Wars. It's 20 years right. old. Right. But I, I just meant Raised by TV. Like, they're on Earwolf. They're, like, Lauren Lapkus is pretty popular, so I don't need to Sweet. plug this show. But Probably that's not. where the, I think that's where my cartoon conversation kind of crossovers happen Your there. Your synapses. Two were podcasts where they talked about cartoons. Yeah. So, anyways, Nick, do you have any plugs? Speaking of, like, animated and drawn things. Yeah, there's drawn things. I write and illustrate comics at scatterville.com. Follow me on Instagram at Scatterville Stories, Facebook at Scatterville Stories. Haven't posted much on the Facebook yet. I'm doing a lot of writing for a separate project. So those have been kind of, they're there. I'm going to upload probably by January a bunch of my old comics just so there's more on the site that you can read and enjoy. Some are older. Art might not be quite up to my standards now, but they, they go back. If you want to read a political cartoon about about the um, you know 2008 presidential election, well, hey, tune into Proton. That was written fucking forever ago where that robot guy's birth. It's a very political robot. It's good stuff. It's it was. Good, it's good stuff. You know, but things fade off. You get your shit back on track. That's right. That's what their Proton's prequel to that story. So I might put it up there or I might make you fucking wait for it. We'll see. Oh, wow. But I mean, you know, whatever. whatever. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. See what happens. Load it up, get some sites up, get some uh, pages in the site. And yeah. uh, this week, what happened on the podcast, we were sent a movie, we were contacted by the makers of this movie. Yes. And that movie was the unquenchable thirst for bone or juice. Yeah. That's a person. It's a person. You find out. Boner He's juice. a doctor. Doctor Nerjuice. Doctor Nerjuice. Uh, you can you can watch this movie if you go to theunquenchablethirstmovie.com. It's available on Blu-ray. It's available on DVD. I don't see a digital option, but I there feel like there has to be some sort of digital option to watch this movie uh, on their website. But uh, if you want to watch this movie as well, it's definitely one of those gross. It's not. It's not super gross. Like, I, it could have been, like, there's, like, trauma movies that are way grosser than this. Correct. So, it has gross moments, but it's not continuously, like, you know what I mean? Like, just this overall grossness. It's, like, here, it's, like, here's a gross, let's go, like, 15, 20 minutes, here's a gross thing, you know? Yeah, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to compare it to, let's say it's a trauma film meets, like, we talk about in the podcast, like, like, a the Naked Gun airplane style humor meets, I don't know, there's nuns in it, so let's just say fucking mind. And it's a and musical. 
Yeah, and a musical. So let's say Monty Python. Right. Why not? There you go. There you go. So yeah, the unquenchable thirst for bone or juice uh, is the movie this week. So uh, thanks for sending it again, gentlemen. Yes, Appreciate thank that. you so much for sending the unquenchable thirst for boner juice. It's the best of the worst. There's one thing I learned watching this movie. You learned one thing. I mean, I feel like I learned a, a, a plethora of things. Many things. A plethora is a good but choice of words. one main thing I learned. Yes, the main thing. The main vein of knowledge. That life is not about ass and titties. Life is not about ass and titties, but sometimes it is. Right. <laughs> Which is life. That was a message. That's life. The most, most of the message of this movie was life's not about ass and titties. Until it is. But then it was, but then it really wasn't, though. When you really think about it, it really wasn't. Because what, like, the ass and titties is what turned into a big problem at the end. Right. So, but that's... So life isn't about ass and titties. It shouldn't be. Because the... look what happens. The end of the world. Antichrist. Well, then you can extrapolate that message to being like, then the human race should just stop procreating. Because <laughs> we're just bad for each well, other. Well, no, I mean... Yes, that's in, what... In, that's... The, in the situation at hand, there was the Antichrist no, man, trying it... to be born, so that's a different situation. No, make, make it a metaphor. Every generation just ruins it for the next generation. Every time. Antichrist. Well, that's just a bummer. Well, welcome to the human race, dude. Welcome to the unquenchable thirst for boner juice. Human race is just obsessed with ass, titties, feces. And and if and this movie, boner, yep, that guy, boner juice. Yep, that guy and what he is, boner juice. Yep, or just the juice just, coming out of people's boners. Just just bow. Um, this movie, I did I did enjoy this movie. Yes. It, it was enjoyable. I did find it funny at times. I appreciated this movie. I appreciate it. It's well made. Yeah. The songs in it are well done. Yeah, I mean, it's well put written. together great. It's put together great, but guys. There were some, some funny jokes, like very airplane-ish style humor. Yeah, because it is that funny. I, that I truly appreciate. You know what's the, the opposite of that? Just shit everywhere. I mean, the shit stuff. Just shit everywhere. Did you could yeah, mm. Some people, some people, some people really like it. Some people don't. People I who get, throw that much shit in a movie know what they're doing. I, well, right. Which is why I, I appreciate what you're doing. I know what you're up to. I get, I could take. Um, I get it. The shit, I could take it or yeah. leave it. Yeah. But uh, but overall, I did, I did enjoy this movie. It was funny. Yeah. It, made, I, it made me laugh. Quite I appreciate a bit. it a lot. I mean, from space nuns to booty worms. To titty uh, maggots. To a, yeah, to a claymation bear playing with himself. Yeah, the claymation was really good in this movie. All the effects were great. The claymation uh, story of the great dildo and great uh, fleshlight. Yep, that a, was a, I loved that the way was the, a story plot point. The flesh white. That was a plot point. Flesh white yeah, and dildo. Yeah, they talked real good. Yeah, I love I love that they had speech impediments. You like that? Yeah, the, you like when things the booty hit. worm, the ancient booty worm, and the ancient uh, titty maggot. Yeah, how about those? How about the the maggot dance song when they were on the nuns? Like, oh yeah, dancing. yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I feel like this movie just needs a plot rundown. No, no, no. We just need to talk about it because right. it's just. 
the, I, that's what I mean. Because like the plot, it just because that's what it is. The plot is it knows it, what it's doing. It, it does know what it's doing, and it's all over the place. It knows what it's doing. And yes, it one does. one question though, I definitely have for the the guys who made this movie. We'll ask them. They're the ones who contacted us, so I'm sure they'll listen to this. They might hear you. Um, why did that? Why was that one girl's Tracy? Why was her face orange? Because she's like a tanning girl. It's just funny. Yeah, but like it was just just. Her yeah, face. she clearly was trash. She doesn't know what she's doing. I guess she's just a mess. I I can I can take that. She's just it's just. I also really appreciated the paintings in this movie. All the paintings were clearly done just for the movie. Yeah, they're great. Or maybe maybe not, but like all done by the same person for sure. They're One fun. of them would definitely was well, for, for the movie. They're in the shots on purpose. They're yeah. fun. The one yeah. said, "Who fucked my puma?" Yeah, who did? And uh, that was right during the scene uh, when Ron and Tracy end up breaking up. It's very and it was it was honestly emotional. it was all over Ron's sensitive butthole. Yep, he did have one of those. He had a sensitive butthole. Didn't really get addressed too much more in the movie after that. No, they just that's just what you want to get dealt with in the beginning. Like, oh, what do I know about this guy? You know, he doesn't have a job. His wife left him, and he has a sensitive butthole. I can relate to that character. Yeah, she. I mean, he didn't. He didn't want to use generic toilet paper. And he had, because, and, he had stand, He's a man who had standards. And maybe if he had a job, then they could have afforded. I understood that point by Tracy. Like, Ron, get a job, and then you can afford better toilet paper. It's true. So, like, I understand her from from that perspective. Oh, another painting also said "titty copter." It did. But then later on, there was a uh, helicopter. I think that's what he called it. Yeah, helicopter. Right. I wasn't going to correct you. See, one, I didn't want to have that word recorded on audio. Helicopter? I'm, that. I'm not saying that word. Nope. But that's what, what it was. What about dick copter? Well, which that which be is better? Too. Dick copter or helicopter? The wordplay is better on the second one. I just want right. to say it. Oh, you don't want to say either of them? No. Pass. No? Why? Just choose not to. You just don't want your voice nope. in the word helicopter? There's enough ramblings of me on this podcast of just words. I'm not going to volunteer that one up there. <laughs> that one can just... Left to your uh, imagination, me verbalizing that as, on your as podcast. As far as you're verbalizing, yeah. uh, what got me while we were watching the movie was the scene of Ron and Hope uh, banging yeah. to commit adultery. Yeah, because... And good. then there was like, uh, so she fingers Ron in the butt, Yeah, and then she wipes her fingers on Ron's mouth, and yeah. there's like poop. There's a lot of it. And then your Again. reaction was just like, I seriously... Good. I, I'm glad a, I could entertain you. <laughs> I'm pleased about that. Yeah. Because that's what I watched. Like, why do you got me thinking about sex and titties and then like, well, that's fine. You know what would make this scene better? If two people were kissing with poop all with over their mouths. poop on their mouths. Yep. Let's, pre- let's get a pretty girl and put poop on her face. And then he's going to kiss her. And then it's just going to be poop everywhere. <laughs> I just don't know the infatuation with poop. I mean, it's, I get it. I, I get what I, you're doing. I get it. Everybody too. has like, what they like. It's like and a, you like shit, and it's a, and it's definitely like, like poop handed down from like Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, I like it's that. I like, like, I like Lloyd's poop too. Mm. It's like it's like Lloyd mm. Kaufman handed them like a pile of poop. Not as much poop because Lloyd uses way more poop than they do usually. Not all the time, but like my one example that of Lloyd and his poop using is poultry guys because there's an absolutely disgusting. Like, I can take a certain level like this, I can handle. It's not maybe I don't want to handle it fully, but I can handle it. Like, the the poop scene, one major poop scene in Poultry Guys, it's like, I just can't. It's just too much. Too much going on. Too much poop. Because, like, okay. Oh, I get it. This is excessive, so that's why it's hilarious. 
I don't even like by I don't even like looking at poop. Like looking at a poopy diaper, not something I enjoy. No, I don't like looking not. at dog poop. Dog poop I can look at. I can't even. Usually that it's like the smell. Like you know, I can't do it. It's, but like human feces is because this is an animal. But a human, at least the poop human. in the poop bucket thing, uh, when they're pouring it in there, it didn't look like poop though. So it was like almost like it was like that was like tolerable because it's like this doesn't even look like poop. No, that's worse because it's supposed to be. It's like it beef like, off. It looked like beef and like chicken mixed in and some other stuff and yeah. I don't I don't know really what was going on with that. Different people have different diets. Right. Right. So now I'm talking about the anatomy of a poop. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with talking about the anatomy of a poop? <laughs> I'm, not a, a poop. I'm not a poopologist, Corey. I mean, maybe you'll aspire to be one one day. Maybe that'll never happen. When you any... grow, maybe when you grow up, you'll be a poopologist. That's great. That's a great thought. Uh, one thing, it's one, probably unlikely. It's one, a little, little unlikely. One thing we mentioned before, uh, talking about how good the movie was. <laughs> I do appreciate this film. I do, I do appreciate it, too, immensely. And it, it uh, is the songs. So the first song right off the bat really yeah, got me. It's the Sensitive Butthole song. Like, the lyrics, are. it's, like, so subtle. It's, it is, it's okay. I shouldn't say subtle. It is subtle, but without, with also not being subtle. Because it's just like this nonchalant, like, singing about how he has a uh, sensitive butthole while walking on a bridge. But, like, the composition of the song is it's so well put together. Yeah, they're great. And it's just like, oh, this song is about having a sensitive butthole. This movie is full of wonderful musical pieces. It's true. And it's also full of pieces of shit. I didn't realize it was going to be... I mean, on the cover, it does say Not Your Average Dick and Balls musical. Yeah, I can see and that. I didn't know musical. It, but I didn't really know if it was going to be like as much of a musical as it was. They like like broke out in song a lot. Like Pretty a, much every song was sung by Ron. Right. It's almost... It's kind of... That reminded me of, you know, like a Cannibal the Musical type deal. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, that's the same. Yeah. Replace like, you know, Cannibals like the West with just like a guy and a sensitive asshole. Yeah. And like shit everywhere. And then like songs about like dildos and anything sexually worms and yeah, right. tripping on shrooms there's and... a there's a yeah there's a there's a specific connective tissue between all topics in this movie and it's between in between well ignoring the titties between your ass and your dick <laughs> you're welcome internet <laughs> When the artificial matrices that will exist in the future are able to composite my brain and my speech pattern from hours and hours of B-movie podcast recordings, that will be a quote they can pull from. Perfect. It'll be on your some, campaign posters. Some can say. It's fine. Don't get me started. Let's get upset. <laughs> People done a far, lot far worse things. Than... And they've still gotten elected, so it's okay. I think, yeah. you're, I think you're in the clear. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how stringent the um, the um, the uh, the standards and qualifications are in you know five to ten years. <laughs> it's true. Um, what what would you say your favorite character in the movie was? I I know mine. My favorite character is probably the man. It's in that's after the t the title the title character. Boner Juice. I think so. Because he's over the top evil, and that's fine. I can get on board with that in any universe. Thing is, what was there was no unquenchable thirst for. It didn't matter. It's just a pun on his name. I know, I know. The thirst is the hunt. It was the gotta hunt. hunt him. 
So I did thoroughly like Boner Juice. He was great. Like I really enjoyed that character. But I think my favorite character was Zach, the store clerk. Yeah, Zach was up to some bad stuff. There's some, there's some like next level stuff going on with that guy. His, his van was covered in plastic, and there's a doll hanging from the ceiling like a noose. And then there, then he had access to a hundred percent pure, unfiltered baby urine. Yeah, they purify it because babies' dicks smell. They smell bad. Yeah, so they purify it. it smells good. Yeah, it smells clean. Yeah. Where, where did he have that? Where did he have access to that too? And that was a scene when Ron and him are talking. That was like very much like airplaney, like he, the, that. That's when you got a sense of like the humor of the movie. Fully is like when he's like, "We well, can't. You got to pass a drug test." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, you're lighting a joint right now." And all of a sudden, he just has a joint right. in his mouth. And then he's like, "Well, you're also licking off the off the toad." And like it was like stuff like that was like it was where, where it got me because it's like oh I love the like not I think that style of humor is almost lost nowadays in a sense because uh, I mean that that those that kind of died off with the scary movies and then it got burned out when all those like parody movies started happening yeah but those like, weren't even, they weren't done tactfully no, no they weren't but I, like, that's why it just got destroyed it did and then I was one one thing that has kind of brought that back. Is on TBS, Angie Tribeca. Yeah. Uh, that show is straight up like Naked Gun, Airplane, hot, hot Shots. Because that the style fact of humor. the fact this movie could should show me that and like like oh I get your wordplay I see what we're doing here, but here over in the corner there's a bucket of shit. Look at that though too. It's like <laughs> I can go back, go back to what you're doing. Go back, go back over there. Go back over there. Show me him licking this toad. Um, speak, getting germs. Speaking of getting shit. germs. Getting um. Getting high, getting his poison. Speaking of shit, though, when remember going to be he, a lot of shit speaking. Remember when he met the homeless guy who ended up like being like a prophet of sorts. He should have been more of a character. I figured he'd be like it'd be like a buddy team, but no, no, it he, didn't have to be. No, he was a prophet. He like he told he him all this like information that he would use later on. So when that guy shit his pants, and Ron gave him the toilet paper, one one time where I just lost it and was laughing so hard. And when I was when after he gave him the toilet paper and he said thank you, he just started going, ring ring, ring ring ring, and then he's like, oh sorry, let me get this, and he pulls out nail clippers and unfolds them like a phone. Yep, it was good. That was good. That was funny. That was that was like a good like I could see like a crazy homeless person doing that. Yeah, with his with his ass funnel for his toilet wine. <laughs> Well, if it doesn't taste good, yeah, put it up your butt. Put it up your butt. <laughs> That's yeah. lesson number two. Yeah, what would be good is to write a write a, a thesis about all the metaphor, the uh, the words of wisdom found in this film. Well, you can take it out and use it in your everyday life. If it doesn't taste good, guys. You just put it up your butt. It's true. It's not all about ass and titties. Not all about ass and titties. There's two two great life lessons learned from this movie. Uh, you know, it's I was just mentioning somebody. Uh, like a crazy homeless person, his uh, Ron's mom, yeah, absolutely crazy. She was, she was, well, she was in fact in the loony bin. Well, what happens when you? I take like how out... that was a newspaper headline too. And it, it wasn't was like a super old timey newspaper. That's just twenty years ago. It's it the was 90s. just nineties. Yes, yeah, and even there was a current one too about the, her twenty year thing or whatever. Yeah, because that's what. Yeah, it's an anniversary. Yeah, you because that could put newspaper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That clever stuff is great. Just in the background, or when you're overly 
explaining something or drawing attention to yeah. it. That's and I, funny. And I like the the new the uh, painting of her and Ron in the in her room was like after she had been crazy. Right, her lips were just out of her mind. Yeah, that lady played a good like absurd crazy person. Yeah, the contrast to when she was a normal person was good. It was like when they hit the flashback and it was them in the car. That was hilarious. It was funny when it was like a like a doll's body. And then Ron's head. Yeah. It reminded me of that show Wienerville. Okay. Back in the 90s. Do you recall this show? No, that's probably been dumped from my mental It was library. like Mark Wiener was like the guy. I don't remember Mark Wiener, Corey. And he like, he had his, it was like his head on like little bodies and like little like characters. It was like puppets and like his head. I don't remember Mark Wiener. It was like Wienerville, Wiener. I don't know. And then there was like a character named Boney. And he was a like a dinosaur, and he's like, uh, "My name is Boney, Boney, leave me alone." Why do I have to be in the same room? With and you he was so angry. I was in the same room with him. You said that song. That's cringe. That's so cringeworthy. Why, Boney? Boney, don't leave him alone. I don't want to hear that ever again. But he was a dinosaur. This is. These are not explanations for that song. Why does any song have to be sung? It was an entertaining show that was quite popular. Okay, I'm glad. Was that Nickelodeon? It might have been on Nickelodeon. Yeah, so why we've been over this a thousand times. If it's been on Nickelodeon, I probably didn't see it. But you could have seen it any you could have seen it at a friend's house. No, I go to a friend's house and turn it off. If I don't have it, they can't have it. Wow, that's fucked up. What an what an evil child. <laughs> Sorry, no Nickelodeon. What an evil child. So he should be maybe he should be born in a place that can't I get it. I think you were friends with Macaulay Culkin and the good son. Well, he's he could be coming back. What was his name? Henry? Yeah, Henry. Was it Henry? Good. It sounds like Henry. It's probably not Henry. I don't remember. I don't care. I don't remember his name, but that's like that's like some next level stuff. Walk in somebody's, your friend's house. And they're like laughing, having fun. I'm like, oh, this is cool. What is this? Oh, it's a show Nickelodeon. Off. We're going outside to play today. <laughs> How rude. Well. He's just a rude kid. Make him... They'll learn to they were lucky they even had cable if they had knobs on their TV. You turn the, the turn the knob. I did turn the people knob. People who didn't realize. Yeah, I did. The the gesture. It was, made. it was a different time. The t uh, the first TV I ever had in my room was like an old TV of my grandmother's. Yeah. And it was one with knobs. Yeah, knobs are sweet. So for a while, like to turn the channels, I'd have to like turn the knobs and get up and right. turn the knobs. So the eventually, like not long after I had the TV in my room. Uh, got a VCR, and then you could hook the cable up through the mm. VCR, so I just used the remote for the VCR to control everything. A little, little workaround. Yeah, you little, uh, you, yeah, you gave it your TV a little workaround. Yeah, give it a little workaround. Yeah, work around that knob. Yep, work, work, work around those knobs real good. You did. Uh, just like the knobs in this movie, when the nuns had their tits out, and they were sunbathing their tits. The tits are played by grown men. That's funny. The tits are played by grown men. <laughs> That's what I said. The men are played by... The nuns <laughs> are played by grown men. I'll get it out. Yeah, the nuns are played by grown men. They except were all for, great, except the They were fantastic. Except for the, the flashback scene when they're just topless girls with mustaches. And it was the same girl. What? What do you mean? When it was a, the naked girl. It was the same girl. What are you talking about? She played all three of them. Did she really? Yeah, you didn't notice that? No, because they had different facial hairs. No, yeah, it was totally the same girl. That's funny. Especially when I noticed when the one girl's mustache fell off. 
I thought, it was, I thought one girl was nope. It was the same sure? same naked are you, girl. Are you sure, one hundred percent. All right. I mean, they can the the makers of this film can confirm or deny this uh, this I thought, assumption. I thought, I thought one looked a little darker. Nope. Okay. Nope. They were all this all okay. three. I know. I I could. You were paying a lot of attention to their facial features. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Fair. The composition of their uh, faces is what. Sure. I was paying attention to. That's fine. And, uh, yeah. But it's fine, you fucking pervert. Whoa, dude. I can't help that they were naked sunbathing their titties. Well, you know what? That's what happens. Well, nuns are always sunbathing their titties. And they like get delivered that. children. Yeah, so you get delivered a child, and all of a sudden... They name it Hope. Um, booty maggots get on your titties. Yeah, it's just booty mag maggots. They're just... They were just Wait, in they the bottle. Wait, they were called booty maggots, right? Were they? They're titty maggots. Titty maggots, sorry. I don't want to say any of these words and have it recorded for the posterity. <laughs> Yeah, you're inventing booty maggots over here. That's a different, is, that's a different though, species. Thing is, though, like I still don't like fully understand why the titty maggots were with Hope when she was a baby. Because like, it's all evil. Because like the but the baby was born out of from boner juice and um, Ron's mom. It's all connected. But like, where did the, how did the the titty maggots find the baby to be on? Yes, yeah, because like that's when the that's when the nuns got corrupted into being evil was from the titty maggots, is what I believe. They were just always evil. I feel man. like they weren't evil. They didn't know. They didn't know anything about all this prophecy stuff until they they didn't tell got they the girl got they didn't the tell hope you, and they got the titty maggots. They didn't tell you about it until you don't know what they were learning when. You could assume it's from the titty maggots. Because the titty maggots and uh, booty worms, they were all part of the plan to like take over for the end of the world. They were just trying to spread this lie about, it's all about, their, about their great dildo and great fleshlight to get them back together. Yeah, it's not good. Because their world was destroyed. All these pirates came in and raped and pillaged all, their, all the species. It's true. These space pirates. But you got the story... You got the nun story. But the nuns were also from, from space. You got the nun story from the nuns who were evil the entire time. So they could have been telling you all sorts of lies. Right. So, like, how can you believe anything they say? Right. How can they be trustworthy? Well, they can't up until... I mean, they were up until the very end. When... And a good point is, how, how is world peace or saving things going to happen when the goal is to break all Ten Commandments? That right away, she's like, man, I shouldn't do all that. <laughs> well, he did everything. He turned around to a murderer. He did. He did kill a man by putting uh, uh, nail clippers on his teeth and then like punching in it, and then like he just made him die. <laughs> bled out that just way. Made him die. It quite made the other uh, henchman question his like uh, his role there. Yeah, he just left good. because he was so concerned about his. Yeah, teeth. see, those pans back to awkward stuff was great when he's just holding his teeth, then it pans away, then pans back. Ripped out his teeth. He's killed him by his teeth. Honestly. He I don't know if a big the bigger shocker was like that the nuns were actually evil the whole time or the thing about like there were multiple like family reveals that ended up being yeah, like just incestual. to be silly right so like there were first there was like the Ron's aunt who didn't know who was his aunt who gave him a hand job but then she gave him a hand job after she knew that right, that was she, her nephew but she wouldn't kiss him because that's one of her horror yeah roles. that's a horror role but uh, that's a, okay. You're getting jumping the gun a little bit, but that's, a, that's the third. That's the third thing we really learned. Uh, no, don't kiss the customers. Right. No matter what the industry, because even taxi drivers. Well, that was they don't they don't kiss the customers. Oh, this is taxi rule, and that's why him saying taxi rule was funny. Yeah, it was, it was good. Right, you didn't set up the joke well. I wasn't Killed trying it. to set up the joke. I was trying to set up facts. 
Oh, that's what we're doing. Rules to Fact, live by. The facts. Rules to live by. Rules to live by. Rules to live by. So, uh, the but the reveals of like so there was the psychic hooker lady. She was actually Ron's aunt. I gave him a hand job. Then Hope ended up being Ron's half sister. Yeah, because who was Hope's parents? Uh, Hope's parents was Ron's mom and Boner Juice. And the, he's a doctor, by the way. Right, right, right. Doctor No Juice, and he was like a funky '70s style doctor. Apparently, who knows what he was? He was even when he was a doctor, he wore a skull necklace around his <laughs> neck. Ah, you should trust that. He's guy. up to bad shit right there. You should trust that doctor. And he goes in the whore, the whorehouse and has sex with Ron's mom all the time, all the time. But she had a yeast infection. He fucked her anyways. Yeah. And then she took out her dealer out of her ass and shot lasers at him, and then well, made his dick suck himself. <laughs> She made his dick suck his own dick. Which you think would be awesome. Forever. But it wouldn't be awesome because his dick didn't know how to suck itself very well, so he never came. Yeah, he could never come. And it looked disgusting. And he's got like sores all over it. It's, it's been trying to suck it for 20 years. Yeah, so we got to see the dick sucking itself in claymation form. You went above and beyond, guys. Above, <laughs> above and beyond. A dick sucking its own dick. Above and beyond. It was that was that was something I never thought I'd see. There's two things involving Boner Juice's dick that I never thought I'd see. One, a dick sucking itself. Yeah, or and then two, uh, a man's balls exploding. No, that's what happens. Like it's like they put firecrackers inside of ball when you're bad, when and you're, just blew them up. When you're a bad guy, sometimes your balls explode. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, but also, not only was Hope is Hope Ron's half sister. Also, his half-niece. Right. Because he is Hope's half-uncle, because Ron's real dad is Boner Juice's dad. Right. <laughs> yes, so they're brothers. Yeah, they're half-brothers. Yeah. Because Boner Juice's mom isn't Ron's mom. No. Right. Right, so right. they're half-brothers, half so it's half-uncle, half-niece, half brother sister a whole weird triangle going on there and so like if that's the case like how old was boner juice's dad when he knocked up ron's mom oh man i don't even and know why we're talking i don't even know why ron's mom i don't even know why we're talking about the logic behind the situation <laughs> you know what i mean because like yeah i get it it's confusing as fuck i get it when did this happen oh my god I get it. But you're mentioning also the mom had uh, yeast infection, but she also had genital herpes. Well, that was because... Because the... Uh, that was later. The doctor at the mental institution, the yeah. Looney Bin, he's sorry, having, Looney he's, bin. Having, he's having lots of sex with her. He was having sex with her. Lots of times. And uh, so he's the one that gave her genital herpes. Right. And But it's fine. You can live with it. But see, and then that, that, gives, <laughs> that starts a funny joke because... He's complaining, but his mom goes into a coma. Like, we're going to have to kill your mom in a week. She wants to be euthanized after a week. And then Ron is, like, upset about it. And the doctor says, no, it's okay. You can live with genital herpes. And then Ron's <laughs> like, no, my mom's going to die in a week. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, that sucks. The doctor was also her lawyer. Right. He was. So he's, he had that going for him. What Though he was in a... It was funny. He was in, like, a doctor's outfit, then, like, a suit... But then at the funeral, he was in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, because it's a party. Oh, it was a party. I forgot. It was, at a, it was a party to kill his mom. It was at a karaoke lounge. Yeah, to kill Ron's mom. It's a party at a karaoke lounge. To euthanize her. These all these elements are all funny. And and they ran out of uh, they ran out of like 
lethal, lethal injection, so they're just going to use a brick. Which, again, hilarious. But and then the brick came back to bite him in the ass because then it killed her anyways. Bonadrew threw the brick at her head. He did. And killed her. It's true. I know. Well, it, I, it's, I know, I'm just saying, like, yeah, it wasn't good. It was not good. It was... Just, uh, when... So there was that meteor that like crashed, and that was clearly like the booty worms and titty maggots. Yeah, and when that happened, I guess they they crawl out of there. They're just around because he ate that mushroom. There's a titty worm in his butt. <laughs> because the... remember, like when the when the meteor crashed, it crashed next to that mushroom. And they zoomed like kind of zoomed on yeah. that mushroom, but then that mushroom was like covered in like a goo. Yeah, he it thought like, it was shit. It was but like shit. I w- in this movie, you're really gonna doubt if it's shit or not. <laughs> it was shit. He if looked- you think it's shit, it's shit. Yeah, he looked at his shoe and confirmed it was shit. Right. And and then he's like, "Oh shit, mushrooms!" They eat. That's so- when he's like, well, "Well, where there's shit, there's mushrooms." Yeah. So he grabs a mushroom, but he doesn't want to eat it. So then, and he goes, "I don't want to have to eat this." So what does he do? He put it up his butt, but he didn't have to do either of them. No, you had to. You see a mushroom, you gotta consume it. Yeah. <laughs> That's Is he another Mario? lesson you can learn. Is he Mario? It doesn't make you grow big, though. Sometimes it gives you a boner, though. I mean, it made him trip pretty hard. It did. So he saw that bear jerking itself off. He saw off. that claymation bear jerking off. Yeah, it's in the forest jerking itself off. And then they jerked off on each other's faces. And I mean, you know, just the bodily fluids. <laughs> Honestly, like... for me, the grossest part of the movie was when they showed that guy's belly button and, like, she was fingering that guy's belly button. That was almost grosser than all the fake poop because I know all the poop in like jizz is like fake, but that was a real guy's belly button that she was like fingering and it was pierced and it looked all gross. I mean, it's just a pierced. It wasn't gross. It's just a pierced belly button. Yeah, but it was like the way she was fingering it. it well, yeah, was, it was like, gross. weird. Yeah, it was but gross. How is that grosser than anything else you've seen? It was seen? grosser than fake it's poop. Human human beings just can't touch belly buttons. Is that weird to you? It was just weird the way she was fingering it. Yeah, so she, her face is painted orange. And like, she's a crazy person. I mean, they showed like guys' butts, but like it wasn't like full frontal like butt like full. No, it's butts. side butt with little worms coming out of them. Yeah, that wasn't that gross. That's it wasn't as gross to me as the belly button fingering. That's I mean that's you can feel what you feel. <laughs> that's fine. The I'm not gonna call it your emotions towards scenes. And the booty worms weren't that disgusting. They were just claymation booty worms. Yeah, but like it's kind of his butt. You didn't have to see his. You didn't have to see like where it was coming out That's of. That's the beauty. You picture it coming mm. out of his anus. <laughs> I mean, maybe you were. Well, maybe I'm a very visual guy, Corey. Maybe I want to visualize the whole picture. Did you visualize the entire planet of your rectum? Because I tried not planet, to. It's the planet they're from. I tried not to. Uh, another song that I liked on top of the... All the songs were great. On top of the... Uh, I think my favorite song might have been the... They were fun. Well uh, put together. The like, insensitive booty hole one. But I also liked the when he was on Shrooms and he was singing the Boner song. And it was like about like teardrops on his boner. I don't know why that line, like it's raining teardrops on my boner, why that made me laugh so hard. Like, how, it's so weird. Because it's just funny. It's just funny hearing all those words sang in that way. And it's just a song and it's got a rhythm and it's a... Melody, you get to listen to it now. It's funny. It was. It was, yeah. It was, it was, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a few other songs in the movie other than, there were so many, like, random ones that would just happen. They I mean, were. the one where they're like, hot on the trail for bone of juice. Yeah. On the tra-, and then, like, the cab, the cab driver yeah. was singing with them. He was. Uh, I liked that one because it was catchy and it's, it, it's, is catchy. it was still stuck in my head. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be ringtone, isn't it? You're gonna make it your ringtone on your phone. Oh yeah, when my phone rings at work and stuff, it'll be like hot on the trail of a bone of juice. Yep, that's like, what... and I'll be like, it's okay, it's a guy's name. You need to forget that and just be like out in public and just like around other normal people too. Yeah, just like children or children, right? And then kids are singing it. 
I'm just trying to make I'm trying to make the movie go viral, okay? I understand. Get it out there. Uh speaking of boners, we are lots of boners. There's uh remember many. when he was when he was trying to uh break all the 10 commandments and he told that lady that the guy was like the fucking kids and then yeah. the boner police came and arrested that guy. Yeah, boner that police. That was really weird. I figured it was just like a friend that hired him. And they, like, tricked him. He showed up in a car that said Boner Police, and he had an official Boner Police shirt on. Yeah, official Boner Police shirt. And also, speaking of shirts, I loved Ron's shirt. So it just said sports. Yeah, it was good. And then when he had a son, his son also had the same shirt on. Sports. And then later had the same hoodie that said sports. Yeah. And then uh, when anybody would wipe their face off with anything, like a shirt or anything, yeah. they would instantly be clean. Yep. I thought that was a really funny gag. It was good. It was a good, like, even like Hope, the one time she all of a sudden got dressed like instantly yeah. from her captured slave outfit to her normal nun. Yeah, her he, nun outfit was weird. It almost looked Princess Leia-ish. Which is, I mean, the point, I would assume. That's the Leia analog. And um, when and when he was doing the other... Because she was their only hope, obviously. Right. But like, you know. Right. That's Obi Wan. The uh, when he was doing the other commandments, what what did he do on the Sabbath? Like to to work on the Sabbath, he stood on the corner and sucked a guy in his car, sucked him off, and got paid for it. You couldn't go outside and rake. It was great. You couldn't just cut the grass or something, or like clean the house. No, you had to find some stranger, suck he had his to dick, work. He had to make money. Paid for it. He had to make money. He didn't have a job, so he couldn't work. Yeah, but working is just also physical labor in the Bible. It's not just like a job, right? All right, right. we're just scholars that listen. Send me an email. <laughs> send break, us an email. Break down the Ten Commandments for me so I can apply them to the movie I watched with Dr. Nergers. They had another religious moment, too, when they There's mentioned... There's lots of religious... The whole thing is religious. Well, yeah, moment. with the nuns and stuff, but they were space nuns. Which I love, too. How many things do I love? Religious overtones gets me. So I like when she compared, like... Because uh, at one point... He's like, I gotta have sex. I gotta commit adultery. He does. And she's like, I can't do it because I'm a nun. And he's like, fuck it. I guess I'll just give up. Right. <laughs> Which was is, a funny... Is this done? And she goes, did Jesus give up when he was on the cross? Like, and they're well, like, well, yeah. Then, yeah. And then they went from that to like, okay, well, that was a bad example. But what about in Footloose? Did the kids give up when their parents wouldn't let them nope. dance and the town forbid nope. dancing? They danced. No. They danced. They danced. So that's why they had sex. <laughs> and then when they were having sex, aside from the poop, oh my she God. also mentioned like that she was a slutty space nun. She did. And then you re find out that she, in fact, was a slutty space nun because she, she had was. HPV. Right. That's when you found everybody's bad. Well, yeah. Everybody's but evil. You kind of could have almost guessed it when she said she had HPV. But yeah, you could have guessed things if you would have just put the... If you decided to try and logically break down the movie instead of just sit back and absorb what you're being thrown, what's being thrown at you, as I did, absorbing all the sensory input and lots and lots of shit. Lots and lots of shit. Did uh, did you think that this movie was gonna delve a, bit, a little bit further into like religion stuff just because there were like nuns involved? I had a we I had a feeling it was going to like maybe get a little bit deeper, but really the nuns were more they were weren't really nuns for like. Jesus necessarily, I feel like they were like nuns for the booty worms and titty maggots. 
No. Like that was their purpose. No. I did not believe any further delving into religion would happen. <laughs> I figured men dressed as nuns was the extent of the joke. Got it. And they mentioned it a few other times, like we said. They so. did. Well, I mean, it went on. But didn't you think, like I was going to mention before, that's what one another um, I was going to talk about was you could have called her being evil when she won when you, she revealed she had HPV. Yes. And then when she mentioned that she killed all those puppies. Well, yeah. She put puppies in a box filled with cotton, sprayed them with lighter fluid, and lit them on fire. It's a Viking funeral. And to have a, yeah, to have a Viking funeral. Yeah. You could have, right? You could have been like, hey, maybe there's not, you know, maybe there's something weird going on. Well, with that's to do with these movies that, that pull you back and forth because they're like telling a story, but they're not because they're just going for the gag, just going for the joke. But if you look, there's little things sprinkled about. It's like if you're paying attention to like, do I think this woman is really evil and going to bring in the harbinger of death and give life to the Antichrist? Is that thought crossing my mind? The answer is no. And basically, Ron was the dad to the Antichrist. He was. And the reason they needed the great dildo and the great fleshlight was to combine them together to make the antichrist grow quicker correct because science yeah and when he does when he is born and he comes out and he's a full-grown man he jerks off and out of his dick shoots lasers and kills his dad so his dad would be his is his dad but also it's mm. okay so here's the breakdown so his dad it's his it's his son, but also his nephew, but also his great nephew. It's a crazy place. Because it's his sister's kid. Yeah. Which will make it his nephew, but then it's also he is her uncle. So her kid What a wild environment. He is a great uncle to the Yep. Some deep levels. Yeah, it's deep. In thinking about the uh, the time, the, uh, the family tree there. You're very involved. The Nerjus, uh, what was his last name? There's a million last names because whose dad is whose, so who is the real patriarch of this family? <laughs> Just the Antichrist. Just the Antichrist. And in the beginning, there's somebody writing like the sto like a story, mm -hmm. and you think that it's probably Ron. Or anybody. Like, well, I mean, like, you probably just, from right. the beginning, you assume that it's Ron. Yeah. But in reality, it's not Ron. It's the Antichrist. Just... And he's just writing scribbles yep. in the Holy Bible, in a blank just... Holy Bible. He's writing his gospel. Yep. Gospel of the and Antichrist. And then, then his mom made him some bologna sandwiches. And he was real fucking stoked about that. Was. He's like, fuck yeah. Bologna sandwiches. Yeah. Thanks, mom. What if it wasn't like bologna? What if they just bit the sandwich and like shit just came out? I would have expected that. Right. That's why they didn't do it. Oh, yeah. They don't want to give you what you expect. They yeah. Flip the script. Yeah. You expect like I didn't expect for hope to shit on the ground. <sighs> like I didn't expect expect that. So that that's why the poop was there. Did I expect her to wipe shit on Ron's face? No. Did I expect her to step in shit when she got out of the bed? Did you expect her to make a stupid sound as she walked around? Yes, shit in her I foot? expected that. Okay. But like, so in, in all, like overall, was Boner Juice, was he really that evil? Like he was, I guess because he thought he was doing evil things. But really, taking away... Yeah, killing Hope would have saved everything. Yeah. 
But he didn't know that. He was trying to do evil things. So he was evil. He just didn't know he was doing a good thing. Which also says a lot about humanity. But he also killed Ron's mom. And if he would have kept her alive and she had the dildo in her butt. It would have been fine. Everything would have been fine. See, that's just... I still that's feel just, like somebody would have killed her and got the dildo out. That's just the message of the human race, man. A lot of people doing different... A lot of people doing bad things. Some things are just worse. Humans. Humans. Well, uh... I thank the uh, the makers of this movie, Zach Carter, the director of photography and also the Antichrist. Hell yes. He's the one that contacted us thank about you. this film. And Johnny Boyle, he's the director. He was also one of the um, henchmen. Perfect. Uh, so they, they contacted us about this movie, and I uh, thank them for doing so. And if you want to see The Unquenchable Thirst for Boner Juice, you can... Go to their website, theunquenchablethirstmovie.com. You can get it on Blu-ray or DVD. Uh, you can watch the trailer there. And, uh, yeah. They have all their all their links to all their Facebooks and YouTubes and email and everything like that. Get and, jacked and in. Contact information. To some and I did juice. watch a trailer for their other movie called Pool of Blood. Interesting. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that is out or exists that I would like to watch also. Or, so if we can, or if we need to, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I need. I maybe they can contact when I email them back about when the episode's going to drop. Uh, we can figure out when that movie. This exists. movie was put together great. It was it had great musical compositions. It was funny. You it could, had funny little moments. I mean, if the shit, back and forths. If the shit wasn't there, you probably would have enjoyed it more. Well, yeah, I have to be honest. Like, did the I like seeing and, all this shit on the, the screen? Shit and jizz. Or, or just the shit. Like, the jizz scene would have been okay no, still? No, cut that out, too. Okay. There was no pee scenes. There was no piss. Weird, right? Nobody was pissing at anybody. I feel like you missed... Maybe, like, me hating on shit, and they're like, we can't have him pee. That's too much. Right. Or maybe there's maybe they don't like piss humor. That's what I mean. Like, piss humor just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. But if this chick's on dance floor and she takes a massive dump on the floor, hilarious. Perfect. Could be a thing. Could be a thing. Could be a thing. So yeah, go check out uh, the Unquenchable Thirst movie. It also it also looked great at this one point. Yeah, the movie was shot fantastic. The, the movie looked it, great. It was shot fantastic. It was uh, well written as far as the comedy goes. The it was comedy so much timing e was, it was great. So much easier to handle all the nonsense because it looked like a maximum effort was put into it. Yeah, so you could at they least knew what they were the doing. Like you said exactly. in the beginning, they I know. knew what they were doing. I know, but I mean. We've dabbled with movies in the past where it's just like, oh my god, right? Like, what are we getting? What are we watching now? Like, and it's like, oh my god, is that like there? You're trying too hard to try less. Honestly, that type some of thing. some movie this this movie watched me. This movie gave me lots of actual physical. I mean, they, it gave me visual piles of shit. While other movies have just been straight up physical, legitimate, pure shit that right, we have we have um, watched before. It's true. So I appreciate that. I wonder how many times I've said shit in this podcast. I, I could Send me an email at bnbpodcast at gmail.com. I couldn't tell you. Count how many times I've said shit on this podcast. So uh, next week on the podcast, moving on from the unquenchable thirst for boner juice into the, the holiday season. Welcome, because Christmas starts after Thanksgiving, assholes. This will be after Thanksgiving. Right. This It'll is what I'm yelling out. at people. The, I mean, the boner juice episode will come out after Thanksgiving. Right. And so I'm distressing. Yes. That Thanksgiving, Christmas doesn't happen before Thanksgiving, guys. Put your candy canes away. Christmas music. Put your trees away. It's not time yet. 
The one thing Santa gets his time. The one thing I I will excuse, and it's the Friday after and, Thanksgiving. The one thing I will excuse, and I wish I would have done it like what? a week ago, just for where you live, is like Christmas lights, putting yeah. them up when the weather is not cold. Yeah, put them up, keep them off. Right? No, yes, one hundred percent. Turn them on. One hundred percent. Do you communist? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Gee, exactly. Yeah, you, uh, you godless communist trying to put up your Christmas lights but, before December. But uh, I definitely agree with putting them up before it gets too crazy cold. But now it's like pretty cold out, and I'm like, fuck. Like a week ago, there were a few days where it wasn't, and I wish I would have done it then. Yeah, but because putting up really... Christmas lights, you have to suffer a little bit. You have to hate what you're doing because then when you get no, back, I don't even put up that many. You I turn up, up the this. lights, the lights turn on. You're like, worth it. <laughs> it's a good job I did. <laughs> So next week on the podcast, because it is the holiday season. Almost lost my fingers. Great. And uh, no matter what uh, denomination, what denomination you are, what you celebrate, you know, I mean, like these uh, Christmas movies are, uh, they're all over the place. There's a plethora of them. Christ is already out of Christmas. It's fine. It's fine. So next week. war is over. From 1991, an animated short. Most uh, Christmas specials are usually shorter animated things. It's a lot to handle. Lots of them are great. Rudolph. Frosty. You know why they're short? Because the kids got to go to fucking bed so Santa can come. I mean, usually you weren't watching them. When no. Watching, trying to watch them all, fit them all on Christmas Eve. We got to pick one and then you got to go to bed. You got to go to bed. One that I would always watch uh, over and over again was uh, Muppet Family Christmas. That makes something, sense. Something you can't find on DVD. It's discontinued, that kind of stuff. It's a great special, though. It's like a... 40 minute, lots of good songs, lots of good, funny, like, Muppet moments. And the booty worms are, like, an- opposite Muppets. They are. Because they, like, come out of a human hole. Right. And they're claymation. Right. So it's, like, a lot of opposites. I just want right. to call back to the movie we watched right. tonight. But, uh, so next week, 1991, The Christmas Tree. It is a 1.3 out of 10 on IMDb. I mean, that's user ratings, but still... People oh, go to the it. critics. I'm sure it's critically acclaimed. Here's 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 a little description here. Describe the shit. Heartless Mrs. Mavilda runs an orphanage where kids live in miserable conditions because she keeps all of the donation money for herself. She hires a new assistant who, along with San- the help from Santa, helps children finally have a Merry Christmas. Oh, she's going to be nasty as fuck. Seems dark. Seems dark. So yeah, great. Next week, Christmas tree from 1991 for B movie breakdown. I'm Corey. Yeah, my name is Nick, and I'm here. And he's here. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Cocta Comedy Funhouse Network. <laughs> <laughs>